The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey everyone, this is Darcy Bernard. For those of you who don't know me, I'm relatively new to the ACB community. I've been here since about May of last year. Um been to quite a few things. I've also been an Apple user for quite a while. I got my first Mac in 2006, and I've been doing podcasts about Apple since that same time. Um, My girlfriend Holly and I started a podcast back then called Screen the Switchers, and shortly after that we did, we started, well, we didn't start, but we became part of another podcast called Accessibility, and we're still doing that now. So, I'm a big fan of Apple stuff and have been for quite a while. Um, and um, I, one of the things that really sort of attracts me to Apple stuff is the automation. And what that is, is like um, starting in the Mac and, and moving into later in iOS, they've had these various features that allow you to automate things you do all the time. So if you have a task that you do, a very repetitive task, you can set up a script, or later on the Mac they had the automator workflows, and later still, we have shortcuts that can let you do things, um, like repetitive things that you do, um, that you just don't want to do manually. Because, I mean, computers are great at doing things for us, and... um, Clocks are great at announcing the time on the hour. Um, I forgot to turn them off. But um, yeah, so I've always been fascinated by the um, automation aspect of Apple stuff. And that carries through with two shortcuts. And for the most part, at least for a while, um, I'm going to mainly restrict talking about shortcuts to iOS and and specifically the iPhone. But um, we may in future future weeks get into the iPad, the Mac, and the watch as well, because they all have aspects of shortcuts to them. Um, So shortcuts uh, started out as a um, a thing called Workflow, and it was an app you could buy. It was, um, I can't remember the name of the developers who made it, but it was, a, it was an app where you could do a lot of things. And Apple really liked it, and so they bought Workflow, and a couple years later, it became Shortcuts. And that's been... For at least the last four years or so, that's been in iOS. So, anyway, um, a couple things more about me. I should say, I am largely self-taught. So, what that means is the the plus side of that is I'm usually okay at figuring stuff out if I need to. Um, but there are kind of two downsides to that that I'll that will affect us here. The one is that sometimes when I have to explain something. I'm not always great at doing that um, because, you know, I was never taught and I figured it out. So sometimes I'm not the great at explaining. And also the thing when you're self-taught is usually you learn just enough to accomplish what you need. So what that means for this stuff is, first of all, if at any point I'm not explaining something well, um, definitely call me on it um, because... If there's something that's not clear to you, chances are it's not clear to someone else either. So um, don't hesitate to call me on it. The other thing is, because the whole thing about, you know, learning just what you need, I am not an expert in shortcuts. I'm an enthusiast. I really like doing stuff with them, but I don't know 
anywhere close to everything. So it's very possible that you'll ask me something and I'll have no idea. Um, so like I, said, I can't promise to know the answers, but what I can promise is I will do my best to find the answers and either um, tell you them on our, at our next call or um, I can always reach out to people through community with the, uh, with the answers if you have questions. So that's, that's kind of where we are. And um, what I kind of hope to do with these, with these calls, and I don't know how many of them there will be, is it may start out sort of theoretical, but then I want to end it with something practical. So like something you can come away with and something you can actually do. And, and maybe it will be um, something you'll find useful or, or entertaining. Um, so I don't know how much we're actually going to get into making shortcuts or anything like that today, but, we, but I do want to talk a little bit about what they are. Um, a shortcut is a series of actions or steps. And so when you, when you run a shortcut or you open a shortcut or whatever, um, you, it, the phone runs through the steps one after the, the next. And each step produces something. It will, it will do something. And, and then often that thing it's done, that particular output will feed into the next, um, next shortcut or next action rather. And then it'll keep going. It doesn't have to work that way, but, but it often does. So like think of a recipe where you have steps in a recipe and every time you follow one of those steps, you've, you've done something to the food you're preparing. Maybe you've added ingredients, maybe you've stirred or whatever, but you've changed the thing. And then the ingredient, like the next step would then apply. So the steps have to go in a very specific order. And um, you, if you put them in the wrong order, you probably won't get the result you want. So that's that's basically what shortcuts are in in a nutshell. And but now I want to talk briefly about what can you do with them? Like what's what's what are things that you can do? And this is this is going to be a very um the the, the answer is sort of like, you know, the, the sky's the limit basically, but um what can you do with them? Um you can have something very simple. Like I have a um I have a uh, an a, a shortcut that I have on my home screen that's just called FaceTime Audio FaceTime Holly. So all I have to do if I want to call Holly, I just tap on that on my home screen and it calls her on FaceTime Audio. So I don't have to use I don't have to use Siri. I don't have to go into the phone app or whatever like that. Um, another one that's sort of useful, and this is this is a very simple one. I'm sure we've all had situations where you grab your phone and you you want to maybe turn the volume or maybe you want to lock the screen and you end up squeezing both sides of the phone and you get this. You made a bunch of screenshots. Now, you're, now your photo library has all these screenshots in them. Now, most of the time I don't go into my photo library. I don't really, okay, sorry, really care that much about my photo library, but I don't want them to be there. So I could go into my photos and find them and delete them. But I made a shortcut, so I can just do this. And I'm going to hold down the, the button to bring up the assistant. Delete screenshots. That's done. And they're gone. So that was just a very simple shortcut. But that's something 
that you can do. So um, all kinds of little things like that. So let's talk a little bit more, or let's talk about how you can run shortcuts once you have them. So you've made these shortcuts and there is a shortcuts app. If you've, if you've never seen it, it should be there on your phone. It comes with every, every phone now. And there are several ways to run them. You can run a shortcut from the shortcuts app, but that's not super useful. Most of the time you would just do that when you've made the shortcut and you want to test it. Um, so another way you can run it is like what I just did. You can, you can tell Siri to run your shortcut. And most of the time, the name of the shortcut is the, um, the, the phrase that Siri uses to run the shortcut. So sometimes you got to be very careful about naming things that don't conflict with some of uh, Siri's built-in phrases. Um, those of you who are ACB community volunteers may have seen the shortcut that I made a little while ago that tells people, that tells you uh, what events you have, what events you're involved with. And when I first did that, I tried to call it something like list my community calls or something like that. And the word calls was really throwing it off because that's, you know, calling and that's a phrase that Siri uses all the time. So that's, that's something that um, you, you want to be careful about that. Um, another way you can run shortcuts is from your home screen. I mentioned that earlier about the, the, uh, the shortcut that uh, calls Holly. So I have a few shortcuts on my home screen that, um, that I use. Like for example, another one I have is the app store. Most of the time, the page, I like to manually update my apps and getting to the updates page or section is not there because it's not on the bottom anymore. So you have to find the account thing. It's, it's, it's multiple steps now. So I have a shortcut that just launches the app store right on the app updates screen. So you don't have to, to find it. So that's, that's one that I like to do. And that, that's also from the home screen. Um, you can also set, if you have um, different focus modes, you can also have um, shortcuts run when you open a specific, specific focus mode. I haven't done that a lot myself. I do use focus modes, but I don't run shortcuts that way. But it, it may be useful uh, for you. Um, there's also the share sheet, you know, the, um, the share button in most apps where you can you know, maybe you're on a web page and you can text it to someone, that kind of thing. You can have shortcuts added to that if you if you want to. Um, and we'll we'll get into more details about all this stuff in in future future weeks. This is just sort of a an overview, like just to let you guys know all what uh, what's possible with shortcuts. And it and it may seem daunting at first because there's just so many ways to do things, but. Um, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you, you may only need a certain number of things. Um, another way is automations. And automations are, are really cool because what they can do is they can run shortcuts based on things that happen. Like you can have a shortcut when you get home, certain things happen. When you plug your phone in, when you finish a workout. Um, a couple that I have is at nighttime, when I plug my phone into the onto the charger, my phone uh, then goes into Do Not Disturb, and the fan in my bedroom turns on. 
And so like when I'm ready to go to bed, I plug my phone in and those things happen. And then in the morning when I unplug my phone, the opposite happens. The My fan turns off and my phone goes out or do not disturb. So I don't have to remember because I would inevitably forget to take my put myself in do not disturb when I go to bed and then I would get some sort of alert or whatever. So now I don't have to remember because the phone will do that automatically. Um, I also have a couple of things that happen. Uh, I go into a... Do not do not disturb, but I have a different focus mode when I do a, a workout on my watch because I don't really want to get a lot of notifications there. So um, automations automations are great. Um, you can also have um, there used to be a, a game that I played on the phone. It was a, a free sale game. Mostly I use it on my iPad now, but I have it set. It needed to be played in landscape mode, and most of the time I keep my phone locked in portrait mode. So I could have, I had an automation that when I opened this solitaire game, it would then switch it to land or turn off the rotation lock. So then I could go into landscape mode, that sort of thing. So automations are really cool. Um, they can make your, your shortcuts do um, all kinds of, all kinds of things without you having to deal with it. It just, they just happen. And that's, that's a lot of fun. And the last way that I know about, and there may be other ways, like I said, I'm not an expert, is there's now some accessibility settings where there are the the back tap feature, where you tap the back of your phone. And there's a bunch of different accessibility things that can happen. And one of the things that can happen is you can run shortcuts. So you may find it useful to have shortcuts run when you um, tap your phone and uh, and all that. So... All right, so that um, that actually did not take as long as I thought it would. I, I had written all this stuff out, and <laughs> here we are. So, um, why don't we see if any? If I I don't know if anybody has has their hands up with with questions about sort of shortcuts in general. Um, uh, Jeanette, do we have any hands in in Zoom? We do. Uh, we have several. First is Lucy. Lucy. All right. Um, can you please explain the difference between shortcuts and activities in the um, in the um, accessibility app? I mean, uh, short, uh, setting. Um, Do you know what I mean? Well, like yeah. like for voiceover. Um, yeah. Well, because because vo- activities are more like you want there are certain situations where you want voiceover to do things differently. Like maybe there's some apps where you want the, um, the hints to be on and other apps where you don't want the hints to be on. Um, and there's certain apps where you, you just want voiceover to behave in different ways in different, in different apps. I don't know if there's any way you can, I actually don't know if you you may actually be able to use those two things sort of in conjunction with each other. Um, I haven't played much with activities on iOS too much. I've done it a little bit on the Mac, but not so much on the iOS. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We have Tyann next. Hey, Tyann. Hi. Um, so, I was wondering, like, how you got started in doing this or like a tutorial? Is it just kind of like, self-explanatory um 
I got started with shortcuts, like I said, way before the shortcuts app actually existed on the phone. It was a different one, and it was called Workflow. And I think they might there might have been some documentation. Um, Apple does have on their website they have like a shortcuts guide. And it's and they have multiple versions. They have a Mac version and they have an iOS version, but they are very they're very similar. And um, that's a good starting place. Um, there are YouTube videos and stuff like that. Now, keeping keeping in mind that um, the the trick about any sort of sh- shortcut tutorials is they're going to rather than sort of explain how the actions work because they're kind of visual, they will often show you a picture. So it's sort of tricky. Because, you know, the way we have to do them is is different. But you can get the sort of um, the concepts from from the uh, the Apple um, shortcuts guide. And that, yeah, that's that's probably mostly what I used when I when I got going. There's a series of books called Take Control Books, and you can find them at TakeControlBooks.com. And they have a lot of different books about Apple um and uh, various Apple-related things. And they do have a, a take control of shortcuts guide. And those are, when you buy them, those are, those you can either get them in PDF or an EPUB. So you can read them, you know, however you read um, electronic books. And and that that shortcuts guide is also pretty good there too. So there there are a few um, resources to, uh, to, to learning how to use shortcuts. Thanks. I do have a raised hand in Clubhouse. All right. All right, uh, Trey Bradley. Hi. Hello. Hello. I was just wondering, are there any shortcuts for OCR at all? For OCR? That is a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there are shortcut actions. I should actually go into that more um, now that you mentioned it, because I mentioned how there there are a series of of actions that you like stick together and they're kind of like little, I I think of them as like Lego blocks that stick together. Um, And all of these actions, uh, they have ones that Apple provides and there's hundreds of those. And then sometimes, sometimes uh, additional apps will, um, will provide um, extra actions. So you can kind of put things together. Now there may be, actions that both Apple has and the third-party apps have that allow you to do things with OCR. Like you could maybe, um, you know, open, open a, uh, like a picture and send it to, send it to somewhere with, with OCR. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know if there's any, um, any apps that use that or, or, or the built-in, um, the built-in OCR stuff in, in iOS, but as I said at the top here, I will, I will do my best to find out for next time. Um, and if anyone else knows uh, who's who, either in Zoom or Clubhouse right now, certainly feel free to uh, to raise your hand. And there probably will be a lot of that throughout this. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't know everything, and and uh, hopefully, you know, other people will, will know stuff. And if you do, feel free to chime in. Okay. Next in Zoom, we have Jewel. Hi, Jewel. Hi. So first I want to mention um, there is a productivity shortcut called Turn Text to Audio. It creates an audio file, um, which is, you know, basically reading the text out text to speech. So um, that may be useful for OCR. 
Um, it is going to create an audio file, not um, just read the text, but it might help. Um, so I was wondering if there is a case use for interfacing shortcuts with IFTTT or if those are kind of just, they do similar things and they really don't need to be combined. Um, yeah, if you need to do kind of web stuff, I, I think that there are, there are ways for those two things to talk to each other. Um, okay. because obviously like, you know, IFTTT. IFTTT, yeah, say that three times fast, um, is uh, obviously like there are going to be things that shortcuts can't do because shortcuts can't, uh, um, like, you know, maybe there's something in your Dropbox that gets updated and that could trigger something that could then, um, I, I think people have done oh, that. Okay. There have been ways to sort of tie things like that Dropbox together. Thing. Yeah, so it's like, take an example, you had maybe... If a file gets dropped in your Dropbox and then it it um, triggers a shortcut, possibly. I don't know. Okay. Um, that's yeah. I don't know. I don't know what how you would how you would have that. I know there are there are third sure. party apps too that can add to shortcuts, and because it would have to be some sort of push notification that you would get that like, and maybe the it AFTTT app itself might have shortcuts. I'm not sure. I haven't honestly played with that. With and oh, by yeah. the way, IFTT stands for if this then that. If if people yeah. don't know, um, for people who aren't haven't heard of that, and it's a way of it's it's kind of similar actually. The, the 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 concept is very similar that you have all these actions that you put together, but you can you can make things you can make things happen. Like I used to see one thing I would see a lot um, on Twitter is people would have different Twitter uh, things that might tweet you know, every day, which are like the weather or like something like that, or, or, you know, there's just all kinds of different things, you different apps that were connected with that, that would could, could get like, you know, stitched together and you could do different things with them. So I could imagine that there are things that you could do. One thing you might like, uh, Jewel is, um, cause I, I know you listen to podcasts. Have you heard of the podcast called automators? I have not. Okay. It's, it's done. It's done by uh, David Sparks and Rosemary Orchard. Rosemary Orchard is the person I who mentioned earlier who wrote that Take Control book about shortcuts. And they talk all, kind all kinds of stuff about automation and all the different automation uh, solutions and stuff like that. So it's it's worth talk. It's that's that's one that I would say is worth subscribing to. It's it's it only comes out once of every two weeks or so, but it's it you might you might find it interesting. Oh, good. So it's not going to add too much to my podcast inbox. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> I have it's, trouble keeping up with all my podcasts as it is. Yeah. Well, no, this one, and and it may be, and it's the kind of thing too where um, it each if the topic doesn't the topic may not interest you every week, um, and you 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 could skip it. And also, if it's the kind of thing where they're covering several topics, um, they do something which I think more podcasts should do. They have chapter markers, so you can jump. Uh, to what interests you. So, all right. Um, any more hands in Zoom? We have plenty in Zoom, but Bell, do you yeah. have any? Any anything? Yeah, we you? have a couple here. Oh, nice. Why don't you take those, Herbie? Okay, hey Herbie. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, hello. Hopefully, you can hear me. I'm traveling and using AirPods. Um, I do have an answer about the OCR shortcuts. Um, specific ones I know of are specific to the CAI app. They have built-in shortcuts. 
And um, so like one of my favorites from back in the day before Facebook got better was recognized photos where it would recognize like the last photo that was put into your camera wall when they have a ton of others too. So I would check out the shortcuts area of the seeing AI for some OCR shortcuts that are related to that app at least. All right. Very cool. I did not know that that seeing AI um, added shortcut action. So very cool that I will check that out. Um, thanks, Herbie. Why don't we take Tom? Okay. Hello, Dorsey and everybody. Um, well, my immediate need for a shortcut, if there is such a thing as being able to uh, do this. Uh, I had heard a while back that you could create a shortcut for, say, uh, uh, when you if your battery was charging and you want to know when it reached 100%. Uh, my need for that is I have one of these cases um, that my iPhone is in. And it charges. You know, you can charge the phone while it's in the case. It's got a little button on the back of it. Uh, and sometimes what happens is I'll forget to check to see if it's charged up. So now I think eventually it, it, it'll cut itself off. But, you know, I, I like to be able to know when it reaches 100 percent I just go ahead and cut it off myself. Thus, that, you know, it doesn't overwork that, that, that charge. That it doesn't overwork that case. So if there is a shortcut, how, how do I go about creating it? I don't, that's, that's one thing I want. How do you even create a shortcut or something? Well, you create a shortcut in the shortcuts app and you can do, um, there's a thing that's like new shortcut and you can, um, well, actually, I guess that would be more of an automation. And I think you can, like what I was saying before, how, um, I think there is an automation, what they call trigger, which is like, you know, what will make it happen. I think there is one for when the, um, when the iPhone battery reaches a certain amount. So you could, I guess once it hits 100%, you could make one that would maybe play a sound or um, say something or something like that. Well, I've looked all over for that and I either, I don't know what to look for or how to do it, but I haven't found it yet. Okay. I will. Only, there's, a, there's a list, there's an iDevices list where somebody was talking about it a little while back and I thought, well, that'd be neat. I'm, I went looking for it and, uh, I've been in, somebody said go in this, which says Galaxy or something like that. And I looked all over, but nope, no, no luck. Okay. Well, I will, um, like I said, I've never, I've never done one that does that specifically. Um, but I will look into it for sure. And I will, um, I will, I will let you know. And eventually, like I said, when we, in, in future things, we will go through how to make all these kind of things. And um, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Cause today I thought we would just sort of do like, you know, just sort of a, a you know, an introduction and then we'll get into the, the, the details as, as it were, you know, later on, but and maybe we can exchange email or whatever you can like the community if you want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will. Um, and we, we can do that for sure. And then I will. You're killing it. You've got like over 60 people in here. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah. It's, it's uh, really going to be a popular thing. I think. Wow. 63 right. in Zoom and however many Bell has in. Oh, man. Yeah, we have and, uh, a lot over here, too. <laughs> okay. Um, Paula. Do we Hi. Have Paula? Can you hear me? We yes. can. Yeah, sorry. It's It's been a while since I've used Clubhouse and I could not find the unmute button. So, um, uh, two quick questions. One is the uh, the take control books. Are they written from the point of view of a, of a voiceover user? They are not. So they're not, no, but the thing is that the one thing I've really noticed about, about Apple stuff specifically 
is there's not a lot of things you have to do to sort of adapt the two things. Like I, I mostly use sort of mainstream um, um, documentation. So you can, but now obviously when they say things like, you know, you have to, they'll tap on this. We have to double tap. You may have to use your rotor. So you can use it, but just so long as you're, you know, comfortable in all the various voiceover gestures that you would, you know, like the rotor and um, things of that nature. So you could, you could make it work. I think like I, I use, I've, I've purchased a lot of books from take control books and I've never really had trouble following what they want you to do. Okay. And then my, my other quick question is uh, I was wondering if I could do a shortcut. Uh, sometimes when a meeting ends in zoom, uh, I just, I have trouble getting the, the app to just go ahead and close. And so I was wondering, would there be a shortcut that you could, uh, I guess, an automation that you could establish that when a meeting ends, Zoom just closes? Or is there a way to do that, do you think? The only way I can think of off the top of my head is like you could you could have it run in like close it in like an hour or something. Um and like have a, a thing set to close to close the a meeting in like close Zoom itself in an hour. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't think it, Zoom itself I don't think has a lot of has uh much in the way of shortcut support as far as because you're right, that would be really useful to have be able to automate like what like at the end of a an event make something happen. You know, maybe come out of do not disturb. Because I would what I always do is I have um a shortcut that I run before I start going to anything. And one of the things it does do is it puts me into do not disturb, but then I forget to come out of do not disturb and then I don't get any text messages or anything. So you're right. That would be very useful if, if there was some uh, way to do that. But I think your best bet would be like time, like, um, you know, uh, after a certain length of time, make this happen. So like, if you knew your meeting was an hour, you could- Yeah, I guess I'm better off just, yeah. I'm probably better off just fumbling around and closing it myself because I don't want it to close before the meeting ends, you know, in case I estimate wrongly. So sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That may, okay. that may not right. be Thank a you. good application for, for shortcuts. And like I said, I'm giving all these specific examples. If other people have solutions, I, I want to hear them for sure because, um, and I'm sure everyone else does also. So, all right. Um, let's go back to zoom. Who do we have? Michael. Michael. Hi, Darcy. Uh, two questions. Well, a question and a suggestion for the previous caller. Um, question for you is, have you found a efficient way to navigate different actions in Zoom? And, and through that screen, do you keep yours set to uh, half screen or do you, do you have any other solutions for quickly navigating through different actions? I did just do a search for Zoom in the actions and shortcut. And the only option that came up was set Zoom in settings. So you can set a Zoom level uh, based on a shortcut. My suggestion for the uh, previous person is, especially if you use something like focus modes or calendars, you could set it to uh, close Zoom when you switch out of a focus mode or something of that equivalency. So there's a lot of ways to to get the job done. Sometimes you just got to go in there and poke around and experiment. Yeah. And that's that's really good to, that you say that because there is often multiple ways to accomplish a task, right? And it's just a matter of figuring out the best way to do that. Like I was saying before about how like, you know, focus, turning on a focus mode can can trigger shortcuts, but then you also could make sh- shortcuts that 
trigger the turn on turn on focus mode. So there's lots of different ways. Um, and as far as navigating between actions, um, I usually don't. I usually close the um, like the the browser thing. Um, sometimes I'll have it at half size. Um, honestly, more often than not, um, I make especially now I make more shortcuts on my Mac because they sync over and I find that easier to work with um, because the Mac shortcuts has gotten way better in Ventura. It was not good in the previous version at all. Um, you had to use a lot of like um, manipulating the mouse and stuff, but it's gotten pretty good. So I mostly do it on my Mac, but I do it on my phone sometimes, or the iPad's actually a nice thing for that because you can have the, the, um, the actions on one side and like the, you know, the, the library of actions on the other side. So that's, that's a, a useful thing as well. So there's lots of different ways to, to do it. And like I said, we'll be going through that when I actually, we actually get into making actions in, uh, or making shortcuts rather in future things, future episodes. Casey, you're next. Hello. 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 My 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 question is about like I got you know, when you when you were using the home when you using the home screen, screen um, like when I have to do mine right now I have to if I'm on a headset I have to push the button and then say the shortcut. Um, you were doing it from your home screen without doing it and pushing any buttons and. Uh, that's one of my one of my questions, and my other one: Do you how do you do a shortcut for a specific channel, say like on Sirius XM? Um, a shortcut for well, because one of the things you can do is when you save a shortcut in the shortcuts app, you or when you when you go into the the info the info stuff for a shortcut in the shortcuts app, you can tell it that you want to um copy it to the home screen and then it'll put it on the home screen and then you can move it somewhere. Um, there was also a shortcuts widget that you can use that. I think you can have like four or eight uh, different shortcuts on there. I don't find that as, cause it's not as space efficient. I just find it easier just to put, you know, it single shortcuts um, on the home screen. And then I can, and then I can, you know, move them around to wherever I want them and that sort of thing. Um, as far as Sirius XM, I honestly don't really know much about that. Um, you can, you can make, um, if there are, well, yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't know if, if Sirius XM could be controlled, um, from, uh, from, from shortcuts or not. I did make a shortcut or I tried to, one of the things I was trying to do is make a shortcut, for example, that could play, um, ACB Media 5. And the only way I could make it do that was I, I had to, I got VLC and I could make, I could have a shortcut that opened the uh, media five in VLC and that would work, but it wouldn't work when my phone was locked, which is really what I wanted. I wanted to be able to, so I could use it for my home pod. Um, and there may be a way to do that, but I haven't figured it out yet. So um, I don't think that probably answered your questions at all, really. Cause I, I, like I said, I don't use Sirius, so I couldn't tell you if there's, if there's shortcut support or not. Yeah, and, and the other when when you said you did the updates uh, on your app store as a shortcut, were you actually on the updates page when you made that shortcut? That one I didn't make myself. That one I I got from a website from uh, a website called Mac Stories, 
and they have a lot of a lot of useful shortcuts there. There's actually um, just about everything in. I shouldn't say in every iOS app, but a lot of the built-in apps, there are ways you can jump to specific screens um, with shortcuts. Like I think with settings, the settings app, there are you can make a shortcut to jump to any specific screen. So maybe you wanted something to go to the voiceover um, screen directly, you could do that. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that um, I I did I did get from somewhere else, but. Um, I think there was like a, a URL or something that you had to use to to open that one, to open the, the settings page. Um yeah, so that's that's how I did that. So um I'm yeah. looking forward to how you when you show us how to make them and do them because the, the the app itself is a little bit confusing because you don't know exactly what some of the stuff means, but yeah. <laughs> yes. You're right. They are because it's it's very visual in nature. Because what you get visually is you have these little blocks, and they have like lines connecting together, so you can see um, how they all work and all that. And and that stuff is there, but it it, it is kind of confusing because there's a lot on the screen. Um, it's a very it's a very dense app as far as um, showing you things, and it is very confusing when you first uh, start to use it. Especially because every action ha- can can have several several um, components to it. Can have several different um, fields and and uh, controls and stuff. So um, yeah, we will definitely get into that. But it will be um, like like you know probably starting next week or whatever. We're gonna start getting into that. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, next you have Elizabeth. Hi. Um, For those of you who have Bookshare subscriptions, there are a lot of the Take Control books on Bookshare. You can get them in BRF. You can download them in BRF format or in DAISY format, or I don't know what other possibilities, but there are several several formats that you can use to read the Take Control books, and then you won't have to buy them. You'll just have to have your um your bookshare subscription and by the way there are a lot of other training materials and books that will teach you things about iOS and also about Windows 10 none of them are specific to voiceover but many of them are absolutely usable with uh, screen readers or voiceover on Windows or Mac or Mac or iOS for um, other Apple products. If you have some basic idea of what you're doing, so Bookshare is a good source for a lot of training material. Oh, thank you for letting us know that. I did. I did not know the Take Control books were over there. So thank you. Um, and and if you're not a Bookshare thing, the, the Take Control books are actually not very expensive. A lot of times they they tend to go from like to the the ten to twenty dollar range, which for textbooks are not not that expensive. Thanks. All right, next, who do we have? Uh, Holly is next. Holly. Just really quick, I wanted to say I did a search for OCR in the shortcut actions library and they do have one for um move lift text for or get text from image however i forget how it's worded but you can get the text from an image um 
And so I, I guess that's, that is OCR, but um, I don't know if there's other ones that you can do. Okay. And I bet what you could do, because one of the things that's that's really useful about these actions is they all stick together. You can stick them together. So like Jewel was talking earlier about um, a thing that was like text to spoken word where it would use your... So what you probably could do, and I, I say probably because I haven't done it myself, but I bet you could do a, a shortcut where you send it an image, it OCRs it, and if it if it gets that text, then it could send that text to an audio file. So you could just you know, I don't know how useful that would be. I think it'd be more useful to have the, the text come up on the screen, but just as an example of something you could do, um, you know, all the, all of these, that's the, the great thing about shortcuts is all these, these actions, they, you can stick them together in different ways and they don't even have to be from the same app. Right. So that you can, you can really do um, interesting stuff that way. Um, thanks Holly. I didn't, I didn't actually know that if there was an OCR thing or not, because there's, there's so many built in actions in that just come with with uh, iOS that it's sometimes you don't even know what's possible until you uh, until you search for it. So, all right, um, Jeanette, is there anyone more? Any more people in Zoom? Yep, we have a couple more. Kathy. Okay, Kathy. Hello, can you hear me? We can. Yes. Um, can you explain how you set up a shortcut? Well, um, there's a couple ways you can you can make one yourself. You can go into the shortcuts thing and hit make, and then you can once you've started working on it, then it's there. You can get shortcuts. Someone can send you one from um, however you want, email, SMS, or whatever. Um, and there, or you might find one online. And there's also the shortcuts gallery, which I will talk about in a few minutes. Actually, that was actually how I was going to end this call. So we'll. Well, um, so there's lots of ways to to set up shortcuts and um, um, all kinds of different different ways to go here. That that seems to be my answer for a lot of things. Is there's lots of different ways to do to do stuff, and and that sounds overwhelming, I'm sure. But but um, you know, as we as we go through these each week, um, we'll we'll sort of go through each each method and how to do different things. So hopefully that answered your question at least somewhat. <laughs> Pam, you're next. Yes. Um, I had the same question that Kathy just had. Uh, there's a particular action that I would like to be able to set up as a shortcut, and I've never figured out how or if it can be done. And that is when normally I have silence unwanted calls turned on because I don't want to hear all those spam calls coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are times like when I am using Uber or Lyft that I need to turn that feature off in case an Uber or Lyft driver needs to call me. I need to be able to take a call. And so I can't tell you the times when I've set up an Uber or Lyft that I forgot to turn or didn't have time to turn that feature on, uh, to turn silence unwanted calls off, um, and then turn it back on when I'm no longer using Uber or Lyft. My question is, is there a way to set that up as a shortcut? <laughs> 
and not using Siri, thank you, because there are times I'm on a headset, I need to be quiet, I don't want to be yelling out, do this, do that. So is there a way to set that up? I suspect there is, because most of the settings that they have are are shortcut actions. And if you make a shortcut, then you don't have to run it with Siri. You can run it, like I said before, you can run it from your home screen. You can use the back tap thing, which that might be a good application for that. Um, I will have to, honestly, the silence unwanted calls is not a feature that I've, I've used. So I don't, I don't know whether that's a shortcut thing, but I will, I will for sure look and I will. Well, how do I find out whether it is or not? Um, find that out? If you go into the shortcuts app and you create a new shortcut and then you look in the um, where you you add an action, you can search for you could search for that. You could search for un um, silence unwanted calls. And it's probably there probably is an action where it's like a toggle. You could say, like, turn it on, turn it off or toggle it. So um, that's that's how I would how I would guess you would you would um, you would have to do it. So, but yeah. Uh, and then and then you put it on your home screen because I mean, most of the things like double tap with two fingers, with three fingers or triple tap this, all of those are already taken. So, I mean, how do you set up a specific action? Well, you would do um you could do it on your home screen. That's probably the easiest way. Yeah. Or you could right. do it from um I think honestly, I think that would be the the fastest way if you don't want to use Siri, yeah. um, right. is to to have it on your home screen because because yeah, you d- wouldn't want um, you're right the different gestures and stuff like that. Although, like I said, the right. the, the back tap thing might be an application for that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've never had good luck with that because it's it's very sensitive, and I used to have flashlight set on my back tap, and I was always turning the flashlight on when I did not, every time I'd set my phone down, my flashlight would come on and I didn't want to do that. So, Pam, we're going to move on because we have yeah. a, yep. a bunch Thanks. more raised hands. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Pam. We do have uh, one in Clubhouse now also. Go for it. All right. Uh, DJ, go ahead. DJ. Hi, you guys. Um, uh, this is very interesting because I come from the days of writing macros and stuff back in the early 90s and that um, uh, scripts. And if, you know, it can be pretty tricky because if you assume a step by accident, you can really, you know, <laughs> screw oh, it for up. for sure, for sure. Uh, uh, many of these sound, that sound like um, they're already scripted and the lady that just spoke um, – does she can you tie this to a particular type of number or anything to come through, or would that not be possible? Oh, because I'm thinking of of the access rides or the lift rides. So the, all those there's gonna be a different number. If I uh, had to guess, I would say that it's probably because there is that feature that says like silence unwanted numbers or unwanted calls. And I have a feeling if if you can do anything at all. In shortcuts, it probably would just be like to toggle that on and off. Yeah. So yeah, that may or yeah, may not be. Now, but, is it easy to uh, get d- to delete it um, if you screw up creating um, an action in that? Can you delete? 
Yep. Bam. You can delete actions and you can move them around. Um, there's, you can, with move them around, there's, there's voiceover gestures to like move up, move down, or you can do the, the thing where you tap and you hold on a, an action and move it up and down in the list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a thing to delete an action. Absolutely. You can, it's not, it's is not there that any hard. Resets? Are there resets of any kind? Um, well, I mean, not really. You just start okay. a new shortcut, I guess. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. You I'm can always just delete the shortcut you're working on. Okay, because I want to be able to, like, if I start working on one and I mess it up and it messes up another action, I want to be able to go backwards. You can't really make, like, because you're only working in that specific shortcut, right? So what I do is when I start a shortcut, I usually don't give it a name or anything until the end. Because maybe at first it's just something I'm experimenting with and just trying stuff. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. when I get it to a point where it's like, okay, this is actually now something useful, then I'll uh-huh. I'll give it a name and all that. So good point. Okay. All right. Good suggestion. All right. Thanks so much. Meryl. <coughs> Meryl. Uh, oh my. <laughs> hi. Um hi Darcy and hi uh Jeanette. Yes. My question is, and I'm not good at the back tap either. And I think that um, whenever I called Apple about this and they go, oh, it's a third party app that I was asking about, which I get so annoyed because they don't want to interfere with it. But I love um, Google Assistant. I really don't like Siri too much. And I wanted Google Assistant to be my default. I mean, I know how to get to it through asking Siri to, you know, but. It's just I don't like it. I want it to be my default, so I don't know what I can do. I think there actually is. I feel like I have heard someone say that there is a way to do that. You probably have to use something like Backtack or or some some way to trigger the shortcut. Um, yeah, because you can't change your default assistant, right? You'd, like it's the default is is going to be Siri. Mm. Um, and wow. uh, but there there may be a way to do that with shortcuts. Um, Okay. And I'm sorry, everyone. I feel like there's, I'm, this is, I'm doing this a lot that I, I don't, and That's I did right. say, I don't always know the answer, but right. um, no I will problem. do my best to, to find out for you. But um, okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Darcy. All right. Thanks, Meryl. Great call. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You have seven and a half minutes left Hi. and you have two more raised hands. Okay. Um, Lucy. Okay. Real quick. <clears throat> when shortcuts first, came out mm-hmm. national braille press put out a book by i think it's by anna dresner i think <laughs> and um it talked about how to use them how to create them and this was before the app actually came out so i don't know if that book has been updated i do have it i didn't ever really use it but the book may have been updated and i think it was only around $10 and you can get it as a BRF or a paper copy book. So, you know, if that book has been updated, it might be helpful also. Absolutely. Hey, I think that's I it. About that. All right. Thanks, Lucy. Yeah. And your last raised hand is Jewel. Okay, Jewel. So I was wondering if there was a way to find a list of all possible actions. Is there like a library of actions? It's you, aware. you can go into the shortcuts app and you can go into the actions and it will show you they'll they sort them by either 
by task, like the kind of thing you want to do, or by app. But I don't think there's like an alphabetized list of all, mm. because I think some of them would be kind of, the name might be sort of ambiguous if you just saw like a list of them, because you wouldn't know uh-huh. the context. Okay. Yep. Yeah, just, I'm, I I always come, have a hard time coming up with ideas for shortcuts. Right. Like, I don't know that it's going to be useful until it's useful. That's the thing. That's that's that is, and that's why I want to try and um, what I actually want to try and do is that um, you know every every time give give some useful examples and and that will maybe start people off you know and all right and you did such a good job you have four minutes left okay well that just gives me just enough time to do the thing I want to do um, I wanted to talk about I'm going to open up shortcuts here. Um, because I wanted to end with useful stuff every time. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about is if you've not used shortcuts before, one of the things there is, is the shortcuts gallery. And you get to that. I've just opened the shortcuts app. And the gallery is the one of the bottom uh, tabs. So I'm going to go in there. And there's actually different sections. There's one for short, shortcuts for accessibility. But I'm going to find starter shortcuts. And we're going to look in there and there's take a break. That one's super interesting because you can tell it take a break for an hour and it will go put you in do not disturb and set a timer for an hour and then come out of do not disturb. Airdrop photos. And this is when actually when I was going through this earlier, Holly was like, I could use that. It will, it will automatically you can text the last image you t- you took to um, to somebody else, and if you want any of these, all you got to do is tap on them, and then Cancel. at the top, there's an add button here somewhere. Oh no, actually, I'm I'm sorry. It's at the bottom bottom right hand corner. You hit that, and you now have that. You now have that shortcut in your shortcuts library, and you can use Siri to access it. So, what I would what I would suggest people do before before we talk again next time is go into shortcuts, go into the shortcuts gallery, and look at starter shortcuts. There's a section for like games with Siri, and there's um, some other sections. There's an accessibility section, and see if any of those shortcuts are useful to you, and and add those and play around with them, and then you can you can also change them, which may, we'll probably talk about. We may use some of those as, as starting examples in uh, future calls, but and it looks like. We are just about out of time. Do we have any more hands real quick before we, before we, uh, um, we do not. Do you say there was or wasn't in clubhouse bill? There are not. Okay. None in zoom. All right. Either. Well, I think we will, uh, wind this up then. Um, I hope all of you enjoyed it. I hope you'll come back next time and, um, and uh, we can continue this sort of journey of, of learning learning shortcuts. I hope you all enjoyed it. And we'll be back. I, I'm hoping to do this once a week. So we will be back next week.